Good afternoon, everyone. This is episode two of Voices of Voleron, and it is I, your host, Anthony Perez, with my fellow co-host, Allison Ray. And today's topic is ghosts and paranormal activities. So we mentioned it last week, and in the week that um, we've had our absence, I've been like brainstorming and remembering every ghost story. And I have quite a few of my family. Most of them um, are tied to my grandma, who allegedly, because I don't know, I never felt it, but could allegedly feel some type of like supernatural presence with her. Um, luckily, I have not, because I would have panicked. But um, to start off, me, I am a bit iffy with ghosts. I want to believe they exist because there is some like really crazy things that happen. And I feel like it's happened to me where you feel like an item just got misplaced or fell off. And you're like, how did that happen? That's happened to me. And I feel like there's something. But at the same time, I kind of don't want it to exist because it's scary and spooky to me. But if it exists then I know that there is some type of, like, afterlife, I guess, once you're dead. So it's, like, kind of reassuring, kind of spooky. I'm kind of iffy on it. I don't know how you feel, though, Abby. You see, I 100% think ghosts exist. No doubt in my mind they exist. I have had too many experiences with, like, the supernatural and, like, ghosts to think otherwise like they no doubt in my mind yes they're real 100 see me personally i i think the most like um spookiest experience that i've had with ghosts is there was this one time it was around two or three in the morning and i was playing league with my friend group and my family for context is catholic so we had a statue of a saint on a table and they had this mirror right behind it hanging from the wall it was hooked onto a nail but that mirror has been there for years like since we moved in the first day to that house it was there for like a good five years maybe and i remember that one night i was it could be anxiety, but I was getting like goosebumps. I was getting scared. I was getting paranoid. I was like looking around my surroundings, but I just brushed it off. Lee kind of made me forget it because I was worried about my teammates. But I hear a loud crash, like if someone crashed into the house. And I look to the left and I see that the mirror fell or was falling. I actually saw it in the action of falling and then look it looked like it fell it looked like it was slightly picked up a little and then let go so it was kind of scary to me um when i went to review the mess i saw that the nail was just like slightly um like going down but it could have been due to gravity but it didn't look like if the mirror 
weighted down for it as far enough. It looked like it got picked up and just released. So that's what I was thinking. And then the crash was loud enough to wake up everyone in the house. So um, my uncle, he came around. He sprayed some like dust. I don't remember what it was. But he did something to like cleanse the house or whatever. And it was crazy to me because I would have never imagined that statue breaking. It's a religious statue. It felt like an evil presence was there. That's what I was feeling earlier in the night. And um, when the mirror fell, obviously since it was behind the statue, it brought it down with it. So the statue and the mirror both fell. And it just felt weird. The house after that felt weird. And I I was kind of traumatized for it. So, like, for the next week or so, I was going to sleep early because I just didn't want to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a few ghost stories, actually. But the one that, like, happened to me kind of the soonest in my life, I guess is a good way to put it, is when I was, I think I would have been four or five, and we, when it was like right after 9-11 had happened, it was like the summer after 9-11, so it was like, I think like June or July of like 2002, right? Uh, Uh, Somewhere around there. Um, and we actually went to ground zero at the time, and it was just, like, a huge crater in the ground, obviously, because, you know, the towers fell down and everything, and my, I don't remember this extremely clearly, but my mom and my grandma both do that me and my brother Matt, who's my youngest older brother, he's, like, two years older than me, so he would have been, like, seven-ish at the time, both like looked down at where it was and we were like asking them why are all those people like down there crying like obviously there was no one actually down there so like that was kind of my first like ghost experience i guess um i'm kind of under the impression that as i go through life that i feel like kids are almost more in tune with like spirits so they see them mm-hmm. more. Like, for example, you hear people about, like, children having, like, these imaginary friends and stuff like that. I honestly believe that most of the time they're actually ghosts that the kids see, for example. Like, I just think, like, kids are more in tune with, like, spirits for some reason. Maybe it's because they're, like, you know, um, pure in a sense, I guess. Not corrupted at all, I guess is a good way to put it, but... Yeah. yeah, I think kids are more in tune with it. Um, another example of that is when I was a kid, um, me and my brother Kyle, who's my middle brother, he's four years older than me. I think I was probably, I was probably like six at the time, maybe seven. So he would have been like 10-ish, right around there, 10, 11. And mm-hmm. we used to have like, Back in the day, you know, not everyone had, like, in the house had their own personal computers. You had a family computer. So, um, a lot of people still do, but 
not as common now. So we had a family computer that was up in our parents' room so they could like monitor how long we like were on it. So you know this is early 2000s, uh, all parents saw computers were rotting their kids' brains. They still think that, mm-hmm. but... Um, so yeah, it was in our parents' room, and me and him were like going in there to like... Because we wanted to play a Harry Potter game at the time on um, the computer. So we went in there, and the computer was off when we went in. Before we like sat down at the desk where it was, it like turned itself off. And, like, started typing on, like, one of those uh, really old-fashioned, like, command window prompts. It, like, started typing in there. And, like, the keys were actually going down. Like, and me and him both remember this super fucking vividly. Because it was the creepiest experience of our lives. We, like, ran. We ran out of the room screaming. And my parents went in there, like, what what are you guys yelling at? So they went in there, and the computer was off. Everything was turned off. And the really creepy part about that that we found out a little bit later in life is that the woman who, like, lived there before us actually died in the house, and I'm pretty sure that was her spirit trying to communicate with us. Which is really creepy. <laughs> Apparently she was, like, a I'm really, really, like, weird bombs. person. Yeah. Oh my god, no. Luckily, I don't know if I have had something like that happen to me. Like, like that. Like, the mirror thing, like, I guess you could say, oh, gravity pulled the mirror down, because it was a mirror, like a very heavy mirror, I mean, on a nail, but it's also, like, it's been there for years. So, like, I guess they could have, you know, just succumbed to gravity, but my grandmother, um, she, I guess she could, you could say she had a gift, or she would, like, feel presences, and she said she could see them. And she would say that she would always see her grandfather, her, or not her grandfather, her actual father. And whenever she would see her father, it was always tied with a negative event. So Mm -hmm. if me and my dad were going out, we would either be very careful when driving or we would just straight up cancel the plan because she saw him. And... When there was this one time she told my uncle to like be careful or whatever because she saw mm-hmm. him and he ended up getting in a car accident like that. That was like the moment I was like, well, okay, so this is like kind of real. And there was one time in this house actually, my grandmother had already passed. Um, there was one night that I stayed up, it was like two in the morning. And I was just playing league, and out of thin air, I just, I smell her scent. She had, like, this really soft, floral, if pink was a smell, it was, like, a pink floral scent to her. Love that, so, if pink was a smell. <laughs> yeah, like, it just smelled so, like, soft and elegant. And it was her, it was literally her smell. I know that smell from anywhere. And I smelled it out of thin air, and I was like, whoa, is she here right now? And it, I wasn't scared, actually. It was kind of, like, smoothing and comforting mm-hmm. was another thing. Like, I didn't panic for someone who has, like, a lot of anxiety. I didn't panic. It was just calming, and it was, like, kind of yeah. nice, but 
That's why I like to think that ghosts exist just because it gives an opportunity for past relatives to like pop up again, I guess. Yeah, so I, my uncle, when he was a kid, there was this um, ghost that would always appear at like the end of his bed, and it was a Native mm-hmm. American and a cat. Oh. And it would just like watch over him while he slept, right? Like it didn't like never try to communicate with him or anything like that. Um, and I guess as like he grew up, like he stopped seeing the Native American and my grandma started seeing him randomly sometimes. And whenever she would, it was like tied to like something bad happened. Like, for example, when I was, like, born a month later, my mom, when she was, like, carrying me up the steps of our house, tripped and fell, and I was in, like, the ICU for, like, a week or two, because, you know, I'm, like, a month old, fell on a flight of stairs, my mom was almost paralyzed, like, it was really bad, but literally, not even an hour, like, after it happened, that Native American, like, showed up to my grandma. And she, like, she knew something was wrong. She, like, called and, like, obviously, yeah, something was wrong. Or, um, one time when my uncle got in a car crash, the same thing happened. Like, he got in one and immediately, like, the ghost showed up to my grandma. So it wasn't, like, telling, like, before something was happening. It was telling, like, right as kind of a thing. It was really creepy. Yeah, um, I remember there was this one story that my dad was telling in our first house, the first house that I, like, lived in. He, I think it was Halloween, he heard an aunt who had passed away outside the fence of our house. And at first, he heard the sound of her sandals, so... For context again, Nicaragua, at least Nicaraguans, have these like very common chanclas, <laughs> but they make such a distinctive sound that like you know what it is as soon as you hear it. And mm-hmm. he kept hearing that outside the fence, and he's like, What the heck? Like, it's only like Cubans outside, and like, what is that sound? And he looked and he apparently saw that past aunt just walking outside of the fence. And then when he had looked again, she had just like disappeared out of thin air. And it was crazy because it was at Halloween. And I remember there was, oh, you know what? No, I do have a story. Sorry, I just remembered this. Oh my God, this came from like the <laughs> depths of my memory. There was a swan suppressed in that it. house. Yes, I know. I really did. It was so spooky. So there was this one time. It wasn't it wasn't like night. Nine PM in the night. I was playing with my best friend. She was my neighbor. Her family consists of her mom, who was super short, but was elderly already. Two very, very tall brothers. They were like more than six feet. And one of them was like pale white, the other one was tan. This matters. That's why I said the color is tinged. So, 
later on, we're just playing or whatever, and I noticed in her side of, like, the neighborhood, in her yard, right behind the tree, there is this very, very tiny, like, probably less than five feet in height, woman-looking creature looking at us. And it was so scary because none of her family members fit that description. Mm-hmm. She had the two tall brothers. One of them wasn't even there because their car wasn't there. The other one didn't match the color of the lady because the lady was a very, very pale white. And the only one who was there was a tan one. She had like this like black hair. She looked like um what's the movie? The Rings, I think. The girl yeah, coming out of the the TV or the well, or whatever. That literally like that. She looked exactly like that. And her mom never ran. And her mom did not have that hair. So I was just like, whoa, who the hell is that? And me and my best friend start panicking, and then it, my family starts coming out. But before they come out, um, our living room had lights on, and you could see when people passed by. And she, the lady ghosting or whatever, she saw my family walk out, and she ran. She ran, and she just disappeared out of thin air. She didn't go back into the house if it was one of, the, of her family members. She didn't go into the yard. The second she turned the tree, gone. She just vanished. And I was like, what is that? I was so scared and traumatized. I did not walk out for the next, like, month in the night. Mm-mm. Because why? So... Sorry, what? No, I was saying, like, none of her family members matched it. The, um, the other friend we had, if they tried to pull a prank, was a boy who had very, very short hair. His dad did not look like that. Like, no one matched the description. And for her to just vanish out of thin air is like, wow. Yeah. So I have something a little, not exactly, but a little similar to that. Where, so me and my brothers, when we were younger, we used to play this game all the time that we made up that was called Ghosts in the Graveyard. And it was basically just hiding go seek in the dark, right? And we made up like a creepy... I don't remember the story anymore because it was years ago, but we made up like a creepy story that went with it. Mm-hmm. And so we would play it all the time. Like, that was our favorite game to play because, like, it was, like, something that, like, we thought we only played hiding go seek in the dark. Oh, we're so cool. Anyways. um, So... One time we were playing it, we would play it with, like, all the neighborhood kids. We'd usually play it, like, right around our house because there's a lot of, like, we had a lot of, like, really big bushes and, like, place them and a tree house and a huge tree and a really big garage and stuff. So, like, we would always play it right around our house. And our garage was, like, a really crappy garage. Like, probably shouldn't have been playing in it because it probably should have been demolished a long time ago. Uh, the door didn't work on it. It didn't go up and down. It just always stayed up. The big, like, you know, normal garage door. And from there, all the way to the back of it, there was a window in the back of it 
that like showed out um to the whatever is behind the garage and mm -hmm. um behind our house was actually like a street that like um intersected to basically our backyard and there's like houses along there or whatever and we had a fence up in between like the um street and sidewalk and like houses that were behind our house and our um and our yard it wasn't like a really mm -hmm. big fence but it was like it was almost like a chain link like chain like barbed wire type fence like it had a lot of like sharp like points on it and stuff um so one time when we were playing i was the one like looking for my brothers and um our friends and mm -hmm. i was standing in our driveway and i look over to the garage because i'm about to like i'm going over to the garage to see if anyone's in there because like there are some really good hiding spots in there because we had so much of our i mean for kids you have a lot of crap in your garage a lot of bikes yeah. and stuff like that so there's like a lot of great places to hide so i was like going back there to look and i see this like really creepy tall figure looking at me from the back window and like there's no way that you could really get into there because the fence that was there unless you like there's like a fence there and then right to the side of it was actually another fence because um our neighbors had a fence off yard because they had a pool so and where I lived, you had to have, like, a fence around your house if you had a pool. Um, mm -hmm. So there was only, like, one entrance and exit that you could, like, actually get in from there. Right? So I'm like, yeah. who the hell is this person? Like, it looked like an adult person. It was not one of the kids. They were, like, way too tall for that. And their hair was, like, super creepy. Like, they kind of looked like they just came out of a swamp, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. really creepy looking. So I'm like, what the hell? So I, like go around the side of it like the only side that you can like really enter in back there and by the time i get back there there was no one there at oh, all that's insane they'd be just vanishing there was no one there and i like like i said there was a street that was right there so i like looked to see if maybe they like popped the street i saw no one and it was like a really like it was a normal street you know it was super open there was no mm -hmm. one there no one like no doors were like like opening and closing like someone was just trying to mess with us and like ran into our house or anything like that there was nothing it was completely dead like that was really creepy i started screaming and everyone was like are you okay and i'm like i am not okay right now <laughs> like there was someone there and we need to like look into this we like looked around and we could not find anyone it was uh it was so creepy traumatizing yeah. have you ever had like a picture taken of like a family or of yourself or someone and like you see a face of someone you know in it no i haven't seen that however one time when my grandfather died when my mom was really really young like before she was like two years old he died like right after they adopted her literally um he ended up, he was in the, I think, Vietnam War, and he got, like, cancer from Agent Orange that they used during it, and ended up dying from it. Wow. And one time, when we were in our living room at our house, my mom felt this, like, super cold, like, presence kind of, like, engulf her, and she felt, like, an arm, like, wrap her, like, super tight from behind. And there were, like, marks on her shoulder from it. 
And she was like, uh, like, she screamed, and she was like, Who's, who did that? Like, which one of you guys did that? And we're like, none of us were back there, Mom. Like, we were all staring at her, and there was no mm-hmm. one there. And there were, like, marks on her arm. Like, someone actually grabbed her. Like, it was, or on her shoulder. It was really creepy. And I, we honestly think that it was, like, her dad, for some reason. Because she said it was, like, I don't know how she said she couldn't explain it. She said it was kind of like soothing how they like grabbed her. It was it was weird. Um, I think there was one picture. I don't remember clearly, but I do think that there was one where there was like it was either a body or a face, and it was on my phone. But it was on a Samsung, so I couldn't like, transfer over to my iPhone. I don't have it anymore. But I think it might have been for, like, a family campfire that we did. And no one was there, obviously. It was just, like, a random Mm -hmm. either body or face. But, like, that's my only experience with that. With physical um, interactions with them, my aunt, she actually (laughs) has gotten slapped by one. Like, straight up just slapped. And her cheek was red. (laughs) That's pretty funny. She was laying down and she just randomly got slapped and she was like, what the hell was that? And then you see and it's like a red mark on her cheek. It was so weird. And then, um, I think I've been slapped too, but on the back of my neck. So there was this one time I was sleeping, or trying to sleep, sorry. And you know that awkward phase of sleep where it's like, your eyes are closed, but you're, like, awake, like, somewhat conscious. Like, you can hear it. stuff? Yes, that. that. I hate I that, was in that yeah. I was in that conscious, and I was just minding my business, laying down on my bed, and I'm looking away from the closet, and I feel something just, like, just slap the back of my neck, and it woke me up, and I was so scared because I was like who the hell did that there's nothing behind me not one person I thought it was my dad trying to wake me up or my aunt because they did something or they didn't do something no literally no one was there and I, I was just so spooked and I ended up just like falling asleep again only because I was just so dead tired that I didn't care about anything yeah it's a little creepy um, at work, we're, we're like 99% sure we have ghosts at work, so that's fun. My, where I work now, the building back in, like, the very early 1900s was, like, an old train depot, where, like, they would, like, have trains coming in and out of, and then at some point it got turned into, like, a, you know, mom and pop, like, grocery store, but then it got turned into, like, a misdemeanor jail. Like, it was an actual prison. And then, like, we took it over and turned it into what it is now, which is, like, a center for innovation. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we're pretty sure, like, some of the inmates died or something, or, like, people at the train depot died or something, and we're, there's ghosts there. Like, we'll be just sitting in our lobby, and, like, we, it's, like, kind of a closed-down facility, because we do, like, research for the Air Force and stuff like that there. So, like, we, mm-hmm. know, we have to know everyone who's, like, going in and out. 
So um, we'll just all be like in the lobby and we'll just hear doors like opening and closing upstairs. And there'll be like no one up there. It's Or we have like motion activated sinks that, you know, turn on like when there's motion. And mm-hmm. the other day our secretary was like using the restroom and the sink just turned on and there was no one in there. Like, well, and we just hear like so many creepy things or we'll hear footsteps upstairs in like our conference rooms or like really soft voices up there when no one's like in them. It is so creepy. We are a hundred percent sure it's haunted. <laughs> Me and our secretary like refuse to be there alone now because like it is especially in that lobby area. Cause that that area that we keep hearing all this stuff and all this stuff keeps happening it's like where the bunks were so where like people would sleep so like we're pretty sure there's ghosts and it's just like it's it's gonna be really creepy we were talking about getting like a priest to come and like bless the place or something to like get rid of like the bad spirits or anything that's there because it is like it's gonna look it's 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 not okay (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was last year. Um, it was at my mom's house, and it gets very dark because where I'm at, the neighborhood doesn't have street lights, so it gets really dark if there's no house lights on or like any decorations or anything. And it was night. And the only light that was on was the TV from the living room and the kitchen light. And the way that my house is assigned is as soon as you walk in the house, it's the living room. It's a very small house, by the way, so don't picture like a big house. It's a small living room, and attached to the living room is a kitchen with no doors. And then right after the kitchen is like the back living room, I guess. And no doors separate so you could just see you could see straight from the living room straight to the back door there was a dark figure at the back door shaped like a person just watching me for a good two to three seconds and i tensed up so much i had really really bad goosebumps like it shook my whole body all my hands were standing up and it was it was scary because I don't think my grandfather was there. And my stepfather and mother were in the room and my brother was sleeping already. So I was like, I don't know who that is. I know there was someone random outside. I don't know if it was, I don't remember if it was outside the house or if it was inside. But it, it looked like it was inside the house. And it was just like a black shadow, and I was so scared from that. That was like probably like the most prominent like shadow sight that I saw, I guess. Yeah. Um I have I think one more ghost story to share, and then I think that's probably gonna be all my ghost related experiences. Is um well, this one's actually not me. This is one is my mom and my grandmother. And 
kind of actually kind of just the area that I live in. So I guess one, I think that they said it was Christmas Eve. My mom and my grandma were driving, and I think it was when she was like pregnant with my brother Matt. So it was like a long time ago. It was in like 1995, somewhere around there. And they were driving around this area where it's like really dark. It actually borders a park and like an apartment building, and it's like a really windy road. It's not a it's not a hilly road because I live in Ohio and hills don't exist here, but it's a really windy road. Um, and they had what looked like a like 13 or 14 year old boy walk out in front of their car. And they like slam on the brakes. Like and it looked like he purposely walked out. They slammed on their brakes, obviously. And got out of the car and like looked around and there's no one there. So like mm-hmm. in their minds, like, you know, they weren't thinking that this was like a ghost or something like that. In their minds they were like, he probably like ran off. We need to like call the police and tell them in case he tries to do this like to another car. They thought he was trying to kill himself or something like that. Yeah. So they called the police and told them the whole story of what happened, that there was this boy who looked like he was around a teenager age, like young teenager who walked out in front of their car, like purposefully. Mm-hmm. And I guess the police said that they get calls like that all the time on Christmas Eve. I guess like every Christmas Eve, they get a few calls that are the same thing. Like a around 13 year old boy walked out in front of people's cars that were driving there. What's so now it's just kind of like a thing that um, is a, not very well known there, but somewhat known, is that um, there's a ghost that every Christmas Eve will walk out in front of like your cars in that area. Don't know why. Don't know who it is. I don't know if like some kid had died there in like the 80s or something like that. have no idea. But I guess, it, like I said, the cops had said that they've gotten the same call before in previous years. Like, it's just something that they know happens there. That's so scary. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that is also it for my ghost story. Um, unfortunately... We could not get a guest story like our first episode. Um, hopefully, we'll have one for next week. Uh, the topic is going to be about our passion and what led us to that passion, like what we want to do in our lives. So stay tuned if you want to see that because I have some advice. For people that don't know what they want to do or feel pressured like they have to do something when they really don't want to. So if you want to learn more stuff about us or if you want that advice, I would suggest tuning in for next week's episode of Voices of Roller On. And I hope that we made, we convinced some of you with our stories of the paranormal that ghosts do exist because they 100% do and I do not trust anyone who says otherwise because if you have not had a ghost story or something creepy or paranormal that has ever happened to you 
Maybe you need to look closer at your life. Maybe you're the ghost, yeah. So, subscribe to us, follow us, give us five stars wherever you're listening. It helps us out a lot with getting our name out there and growing our community. And tune in next week when we talk about our passions, passions in life. <laughs>